Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, and Hawksford with you on a Wednesday, one day away from the start of the Open. Joining us right now, Jeff Feinberg, Mayo Media, Ozchecker, Betsperts. He's on the Roman guest line to talk about the Open, St. Andrews, the field. Jeff, Jeff, welcome back to the show. Excited to talk to you. Um, but let's start with St. Andrews. Let's start with the course and, and where we're at here for the Open this year. Your thoughts on St. Andrews, this course, how it could play, and, and how it pertains to the different golfers um, that are going to be out there this weekend? So like a lot of people, this is something that I've been going back and forth with, not just for this week, but probably for an entire year plus since last year's Open Championship is how this Open would play. It's, you know, it's the oldest golf course in the world. We have these modern golfers with modern technology and the golf ball, as much as anything, you know, can help these guys in and around the green like it hasn't before. I thought someone was going to break it. Like, that was my vibe. I wasn't getting off it. And here we are. It's the week of. And it's like she's Tom Brady. Until she's actually broken, I don't know that you can expect her to be broken. She's never been broken before. People have made the case that 100 years ago, people probably thought the best golfers in the world were going to walk in there and break her. In 15, we thought she could be broken, and a guy like Zach Johnson wins. So, yeah, I mean, I think the guys will score. I think we'll flirt with, you know, the high teens. But the concept of her being broken, I'm not there anymore. I am not there. The old lady will certainly defend herself. Jeff, I'm completely thrown off by one specific number on a golfer. And I asked Zach Price about it. I asked Kenny Kim about it. I'm going to ask you about it. I, I am not used to seeing Dustin Johnson with a number of 35, 40 to 1 heading into a major. Why is that the number, and should we be backing him? So I have backed Dustin Johnson uh, this week at 40-1 to 1 at the old course. He's had two really nice runs there, uh, despite plummeting into you know the high 30s or maybe even the 40s and 15, which I don't want to talk about because he was leading halfway and the conditions were down. But people are really down on, uh, on Dustin. Obviously, you could get maybe a bump with a lot of, uh, no pun intended, with a lot of the live players. But his form, I don't think, is nearly as bad as people think. 23rd at the U.S. Open. Imagine coming into that U.S. Open with some of those live guys. There's a horrible spot for all of them. He actually fared quite well. And, you know, ninth at the players, fourth at the WGC, 12th at Augusta. You know, uh, he says his chipping and putting is coming around. I'm here to back Dustin Johnson this week. And the storyline that could come from it, uh, if he does, uh, you know, snatch the third wheel of a, of a triple, of a grand slam if he's able to win this edition of the Open at St. Andrews. Jeff, uh, I've been betting Will Zalatoris, waiting for him to get his first major win. Um, would you bet anything on him um, at the Open, or would that be a stay away? Uh, Will Zalatoris, my Will Zalatoris Christmas time 70 to 1 futures. The only future I walked into this event is my crown jewel. Like a lot of Ooh. people... We've just been balls to the wall with Will all year. Anytime he's over 30 to 1, I think that's a total fair go. 28, 30 to 1, full field. I don't care how strong the field is. So I am not getting off the Willie Z wagon. Uh, it might be the death of me, uh, but I am full, full steam ahead. Uh, I don't mind the 30s. I'm seeing it as high as 32 over at Bet365. I think that's a totally fair number. We're talking to Jeff Feinberg here. Jeff, um, I feel like every time we have you on the show, we talk about Tony Finau. What, what are you thinking this week? What's the best number you saw him at, and, and how do you think his game could play this weekend? 
Yes, that is true. We do talk about Tony Finau. Uh, mm-hmm. I do bet him a lot. And, you know, it's a major championship. I guess it'd be like your alma mater showing up in March Madness. You're going to bet it. Monday morning, I grabbed a 66. I do not mind the 50s, 55s that are still out there. Five, um, sorry, he's got three top fours in his last five starts. And, you know, one of them was even a 13th at the Travelers. Uh, in there too so four top 15s in his last five starts and an open track record the last five runs and only five runs 18 27 9 3 15 uh, I am not getting off the Tony Finau bandwagon I'm encouraged that a lot of people who aren't Finau fanboys or stands like myself very respected people in this space are also uh, very excited about the prospects of, of Tony Finau in a major breakthrough this week Jeff, we've talked about golf trends in the past, and I, I know you're not a big believer, but there are a couple that stand out, and I don't view them as much as trends. I just view it as, well, that makes perfect sense because form is the most important thing when it comes to golf betting. But I, I see nine of 10 of your last Open Championship winners had at least one top 10 at the Open. Eight of 10 had a top 10 in their previous three starts. Do you buy into that for people that are, are late to the game and just starting their research and they're going to be uh, jump diving in today before it gets going later on? Um, do you suggest that as a good starting point, open championship form and recent form? Yeah, I think that's 100% important. I think, you know, we'll even see on Sunday night that, uh, you know, I'm hoping for Will's Ali, Willie Z, but I think Morikawa might be the outlier in that debutant situation in beautiful conditions that happened last year. I am not a trends guy, but I, I totally believe it, and it makes total sense. We always talk about how ultra-competitive the top of the golf world is right now, how you think you could win an event like this without some kind of form. Thinking you're going to find your form at a major championship seems absolutely ridiculous so i believe in and especially a place like st andrews that could be more nuanced than any other place in the open rotation uh some experience is certainly going to matter and current form matters and the only other trend that kind of has my attention and a lot of my outright bets i guess you know will correlate with it is this magical augusta national connection where like nine of the last 10 st andrews winners had mastered Augusta, you know, at least a top three. And the only person who didn't fall into that trend at the time of winning was Louis Eusthazen, who we've now seen go on to be a spectacular Augusta national player. Um, so it just shows you the creativity that I do think is required around this place. And that's no secret. Mm, I love that connection. What are, who are some of the other outrights that you really like and maybe ones that still have value for those who haven't bet it yet? I think Hideki Matsuyama still flirting at 50 to one is such a disrespected elite situation. I just mentioned that Augusta comp and he's contended at the masters. He's won the, the masters. Um, for a lot of people, they wanted to see something in Scotland. And to make an outright case, you have to, like, you know, convince yourself of something. And if you wanted to bet Jordan Spieth going into last week and going into Sunday, like, you didn't care if he came first or tenth. You're like, okay, he looks good in Scotland. For me, Hideki Matsuyama played horribly in Scotland. But it was his first start since his fourth place finish at the U.S. Open. And from the outright betting perspective, I'm just here to say I'm happy he played. Like, I would not have been happy if this was his first start since his fourth place at the U.S. Open. He teed it up, 
He got some links reps in him at 50 to one. I don't think you can ignore, uh, you know, the situation that, that the value, the, the disrespected elite number that Hideki Matsuyama represents um, uh, this week. All right, let's talk some trends. You, you brought up one there that was really interesting. Top three at the Masters. Also, eight of the last ten winners at the Open had won earlier in the season, right? That's coming out of nowhere. So we combine those two things. What do you think about Cam Smith? I'm seeing him 25-1. to 1. Cameron Smith this week. Jeff, what do you think? Uh, you know, I think you guys might just be asking me about the guys that I like or, or that I bet. But, yeah, no, Cam Smith, uh, I did bet this week. I bet him at – at 30 to one, his short game and putting, you know, need to take advantage of the quirky par fours, which he's certainly capable of at the numbers that we got earlier in the week. He's almost like a speed light situation. Uh, you know, 69 at the tournament of champions, which is another setup that people have drawn comparisons. Uh, the birdie fest aspect. I'm, I'm here for cam Smith, uh, this week. So yeah, I'm all, I'm all aboard a cam Smith train he might actually be my favorite pick he is my one and done um, for the open what about the golfers you don't like then uh if you were to do some uh, miss the cut bats or put together some sort of a parlay what are some golfers that you would be fading okay so i trying to avoid doing that this year because uh, um i'm just gonna put it out there i bet call morikawa to miss the cut last year I bought into all that like pre-event narrative where he's complaining how his irons are hitting the turf. Um, so I guess, yeah, people might want to, want to take notice. Uh, I'm picking on Scotty Scheffler a bit this week. It's been an incredible season. Uh, maybe the gas tanks running a little low as we hit the fourth major championship. You know, he started off like fire. Uh, he's never played St. Andrews before. I, I, I'm picking on him in a matchup with John Rama. I'm getting a plus 100. Rama's, you know, made strokes on the green putting in six of his last seven events. I'm hoping to take advantage of that. So, you know, I could pick on a lot of guys, but we'll go right to the top. And, yes, Scotty Scheffler is a player I am, I think, looking to pick on. Hmm. Love it. What are some other outrights or matchups, top 10, top 20, any other bets that we haven't touched on that you really like? Bet Tiger to make make the cut. I've re-upped on it this morning as uh, a bet boost has been put out there on 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 three six five to a pick him. I mean, you see how much he's practicing. This guy's not showing up to miss the cut. He looks looks as good as he's looked at any point. I mean, I know that's relatively speaking, but I you know, I'm, I'm hyper confident in that. And that can be super dangerous. Patrick Reed, I think, is going to have a real fancy week, guys. Uh, fantastic sand scrambling stats he really was coming into nice form before he went to live and he competed in that in that first live event so i think there could be some value on him and and if there's going to be an old man that's really going to rise this week for me it's adam scott open championships have been kind to the old soul who was robbed of one in 012 that still remains one of my worst major major beats 14th at the u.s open and like forgetting live and jokes and scheduling thing aside, Adam Scott has always been the guy. It's just like, well, before live, he's like only eight events a year, like mean anything. It's all I care about. Um, and he's you know, hyper-focused for a major. So that's when I'm excited. I'm playing him in a lot of extended placing markets as well. 
Jeff, uh, if you look down the board at long shots here, who's interesting to you? Maybe you don't have an outright on them yet. Maybe you, you put something in or you will before this thing starts off tomorrow. But if you had to look down the board for a long shot, give us a name or two that is at least piquing your interest. Yeah, so as I, I just mentioned, Scott, I think the fellow Aussie, uh, Mark Leishman, as you can tell, between the Aussie contingent this week, I think there could be um, some noise made. I think Gary Woodland, nice U.S. Open hitting the ball really well in Scotland, plays that low stinger shot as good as anybody, you know, not named Tiger Woods that I think we've seen in years. Uh, He could really find himself in a situation uh, this week. Uh, So those would be three guys clearing that hundred to one or flirting with it that I've uh, I'm looking at Thomas Peters. and, And I mentioned Patrick Reed. So I haven't bet any of them yet. I've bet Scott actually, but I am looking maybe to throw a couple hammers because it is St. Andrews and it is an open and that lane we can take at the masters because the field's so small or the U S open and the PGA championship, where just what's going to be asked. The courses are so long and demanding. You can cut players off that wild card aspect lives at St. Andrews and no one would be surprised. I don't want to do the uh, typical sports radio thing. Uh, can tiger win? Is tiger going to win? But tell us what you're expecting. He's a favorite to make the cut. And um, would you consider a top 20 or a top 30 if you think he's going to play into the weekend? I think he's going to play pretty well. The cut is kind of all I need. The cut is kind of all I need. Like, I'm certain that wave goodbye to St. Andrews is going to happen on that bridge on Sunday and not on Friday. But T25, T30, yeah, I, I wouldn't be shocked at all. Not one bit. That's not really something I'm looking to in, invest in. But uh, I'll be rooting. I'll, I'll certainly be rooting for it. Uh, no, I don't think he can win. I just don't think it's possible to not have, like, the competitive reps and win. And it's just more so, like, clutch, like, 8, 10, 12-foot putts. Like, you got to feel it in competition. No one's felt it more, but he's always, you know, acknowledged how important that is. Um, so, yeah, he's not winning. He's not winning. But if it's a Disney movie, and I'll point to Ed Harris in the sky and cry, and it'll be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> really quick, before we let you go, we have less than a minute or so. Um, what was your reaction to Tiger Woods uh, slamming some of the live golfers? Yeah, I mean, I thought that, uh, you know, very – I've been waiting for Tiger, Tiger to sort of say something. He said stuff at Riviera. Yeah, I, I mean, his whole thing is legacy and major championships. And, yeah, he's disappointed in the younger players. And I think he's, like, talking to some of those college kids, Matt Wolf, Brooks Kepka. Yeah, um, I'm, not, I'm not surprised one bit. I would maybe even want to see him be harsher. Uh, to be perfectly honest. But it's 150th Open. It feels like the live talk has been respected way more than the other major by the media this week. Great great stuff, Jeff. We always appreciate it. Jeff Feinberg, enjoy the Open this weekend. He was on the Roman Guest Line. Get a free online evaluation and I'll go at Care Free DL for the comfort of price of your home. Go to GetRoman.com slash BeckQL now to get $15 off your first month. That's GetRoman.com slash BeckQL. A lot to get into off the board. That's next right here on the BeckQL Network.